Oh no. Oh no. Recording oh. Happy oh. I am not ready for today. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So guys. So guys. So guys. So guys. It is been a couple long days. Mm. Yeah. For everybody it turns out. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long long days. It's been a long couple weeks. And <laughs> but fall is a coming. Actually, it's knocking on the door right now, and it's thirty degrees in freaking Houston, part is Texas. The, the long it couple was of weeks yesterday. started with the twenty-four hour stream, uh, which was a big like uh, moment, like a big come up for us uh, on our last episode, the twenty-four hour pod, or I guess two episodes ago now. Uh, uh, you can hear us realize that we made Twitch affiliate during the 24-hour stream, yes. and so, like, that was a big thing where we're aligning some, some like, bigger business things are coming up. We're on a come-up, and as soon as we came on that come-up, whatever greatness that snowball was was like, I'm just gonna take out everything on yeah. my way down this yeah. hill. Let's let's go. Yeah. Katamari yeah. Damasi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, those, it's like those Facebook ads for those games. It's like, if you can eat the Golden Gate Bridge, you can win. <laughs> You're like... That what? sounds what like the? a that sounds like a really bad idea, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, it is still going. If you guys don't know, one of us is out for personal reasons. Yep. And, and I'm filling too. in. And and it's good to have you on the show. Yeah. Yes. This yeah. is a this is that mysterious voice in the background that you hear. Yeah. I mean, Dustin was on the uh, the 24. Oh, I was. Or, yes. Yeah, uh, two episodes ago. That was kind of. Very uh, true. Mandatory that I'd be sitting in front of the screen at that point in time. So yes, yes but it still absolutely counts as uh, an episode of the podcast. It does. Uh, it was, I believe, episode sixty-nine. Ooh, sixty-nine. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. I didn't mean to do that. I think I don't know at this point. A, I don't know how to count episode numbers between seasons. Oh, I mean, and, I thought you were going to say A. I don't know how to count. And B, there's a whole like. 10 to 15 episodes that aren't on the website but are on all the podcatchers as well as tucked away somewhere on the YouTube and you can find them if you search hard enough. Um, so I don't know how many episodes we honestly have. I think we're somewhere near 71 uh, is one of the numbers I heard thrown uh-huh. out. So yeah, yeah. It was 75 a few episodes ago. That's including the 10 lost episodes. And then there's... Uh, and then like if we're counting not those then we're somewhere in the area of 70 to 71 recently. Like okay, okay. This would be probably 71 or 72. Hmm. And we had, we, we recently, Ian, our glorious forest beast Ian, released Title Unknown. And I did. it's... <laughs> Wonderful. It's, it's effing amazing. Yes. It's effing amazing. It's so proud of you. I mean, we... we well, uh, thanks, we, guys. We <laughs> talked about Title Unknown a while ago. I believe it, uh, it's been, you know, I think yeah. it was like May or March it's, when we when we had our conversation yeah, about yeah. it on this podcast. So uh, refresh everybody's memory. What is Title Unknown? It's a podcast that's all about the paranormal in basically every single sense. Um, I'm covering, you know, cryptids, aliens. Um, the, you know, occasionally I'll do conspiracy theories, although um, not as much as I had planned on long ago. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'll be doing that, um, doing, I'll be starting off with a lot of like kind of outside of the box stuff. Right. Like I'm not going to start off with the Bigfoot or Roswell or anything like that. So, 
Um, but like uh, the next one that's come, the first one, it's about a creature called the Rake, as you guys have obviously heard. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, the next one coming out, uh, I I hope to have it out before Halloween. Um, okay. Or sometime okay. around then. Keep keep it a secret. Keep it a yeah. secret. So yeah. Let's let's let. But it's. Yeah. I want to be surprised now. I already. Oh, I. I, I think I said. Well, I mean, uh, the way that we're kind of setting about. it up, uh, because I think it's important that for listeners of the show to somewhat be clued in on what. Because if if you enjoy these things, it's it, you. You are perhaps the personality type who would like to read up on it beforehand. Mm. So at least yeah. you know, at, at the end we do at the Makes end of sense. at the end of the first episode about the rake, we do say, "Hey, here's your homework if you want to go do it." Yeah, uh, and. This one, actually, I think the homework is going to be difficult for people from the way that you've described yeah, it to it, me. It's very, it's, I'd say it's kind, it's very difficult. Because but yeah, it's, it's not an incident. It's a, it's a, it's a it's scattering a of things happening. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's a series of alien abductions. Okay. So. Like, are we talking like Betty and- Andresen, Anderson? No. Um, no, it's no, actually no. what it is. It's, uh, I'm calling it the Houston 8. And what it is, is it's I remember a series. you mentioning that. Okay, yeah, yeah I do yeah. remember you mentioning that. Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, like in the early 90s? Yeah, December yeah. 11th, 1992. I have been looking into it, and it's very difficult to track down stuff. So well, I'm if, sure. if, you, if any of you can, great. I mean, well, that would have put <laughs> me at December what? Oh, uh, December eleventh, nineteen ninety-two. That way, I would have I just turned that. eleven. So, gotcha. <laughs> when you mentioned something about that there, then I kind of was like, "What? Yeah. What was?" I'm trying to remember that time, and I do remember. And it was people all the way across Houston, yeah, all yeah, on yeah. the same night, um, at different times throughout the night, uh, but very odd. I've yeah. been four years old. I've been four. Uh, and I, uh, I mean, I was into this stuff really, really young. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all were. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got into UFOs. I mean, I can remember buying my first UFO book uh, at age six. Is when I bought like a book for. It. I don't remember. But I was into it. I'm sure before my first I UFO a book. book right. But I remember I was probably between four and five. And it was, I want to say it was somewhere around October because, you know, and, you know, m- memory becomes a myth after like 10 years. So who the fuck knows? Well, I, I think towards September, October, the book fair did come through the That's schools. usually when the book fair yeah, comes out. That's true. But For those of you who don't know, we had a glorious event. I don't know if it still goes on. I don't it was know the, the Scholastic, Scholastic Book, book fair. fair. It should. And it should that still the exist. Best, that was the best part of school. It really yeah, was. Period. It really was. <laughs> get, my, get my Mad Libs for the year. But I, 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 I stories. still remember, and uh, if it was a dream, it's even stranger that I still remember this. I remember walking down the stairs, or uh, we were getting, we were bringing groceries in or something from Walmart, and I remember I was going out to get one last load, uh, helping the parents bring it in, and I stepped outside, and floating towards me above my house was a Belgian Triangle, and that is like my first instance of str- of high strangeness in my life that I can still, like, recall. Right. Um, and, yeah. and I have a bunch of high strangeness that has ran through my life like that. And, yeah. and it's just, it, it's I guess it's odd that you mentioned that it's, it, you know, it's the Houston 8, it's 1992, and that's right around the time that I would place See, this moment I, in my life. I, we uh, have the first a, time I saw a UFO would be around 1992. Yeah, gotcha. it was, it was, that's what I was thinking, because I remember that time period, and we had uh, this... At this time, there was a. It's still. It was a two-lane road, and there was trees everywhere. And <clears throat> at night, I remember. I think it was when I was around ten or eleven. 
had to have been and we were me and my dad were driving back from an oil rig because he used to go out in the oil rigs mm-hmm. and i remember seeing something but i didn't place it and it was odd and it was nighttime and i was tired so mm-hmm. i don't i do remember that, like a, something being seen not being able to place it because i We'll get into it in a little bit, obviously, because that's actually something that is like probably my what I would consider to be one of my m- the most frightening things I can imagine. To be honest with you, is just seeing something go. Oh, what? What the hell is that, man? Uh, that's not normal, bro. Oh God, they're gonna stick stuff in me. Oh. That's right. <laughs> the Provine of the Profane, a comedy podcast where lifelong friends gather together in spare bedroom studios to trade friendly stories, give friendly advice, try to learn something new about their friends, and while we're at it, maybe make some new friends. Hey out there, new friends, true believers, bone whores, and the personal army of trash people. You're got dang right. Joining me, co-hosts, you know him, you love him, he's a glorious forest beast you can beast you can film him uh blurry out of focus leaping nimbly nimbly between trees and rocks but you can tell it's him it's it's interesting just easy in the round man i've got a vaporizer in one hand and a beer in the other i've got no good introductions today guys (laughs) lord have mercy on our souls what Even I wasn't ready for that one. Just like, you know, I was, no. that was off the, I, like, that's why I grabbed the beer at the last second. I was like, gotta do something. Yep. Here we go. Off the cuff. Yep. I tossed that watermelon good. And he's a wizard. He's a technician. I call him the artificer of the, of the studio here. He's Destin Lair. Hey, guys. It's weird to be on this side of the screen. Uh... Yeah. I'm not. I'm looking at. The, I'm looking at our glorious information <laughs> that we have information for today. Have over here. Oh, yeah. And I do kind of have. To, I'm not looking at the screen. I do have. I just. Oh yeah. No. I. I know. Trust me. I, it's I've, habit. I have been in your chair before as well. At while hosting, like mm. when we started this, I was in your chair and hosting at the yeah, same time, exactly. all the time. Uh, it was very difficult. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it, 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 this has been quite the journey to this moment. Yes, um, yes. And once we get the audio mixer, eventually it will be good. I know we've been saying a lot about an audio oh, mixer. Hey, we got them. We got. Oh yeah, I mean, that's we a got toy. That's a, we got a little toy. Yeah, that's a fun toy. But what was that? Check the tape. Oh, God. This oh, thing, no. you've ruined me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've ruined me. Like, legitimately, he brought I, he brought a little... It lights it, up. It, lights you can, up. it makes can funny do, sounds. Turntables, and you plug little, it in. Little plastic turntables. They're I don't fun. know much what plastic. I can do with it, but every time I sit in front of the computer, I turn it on for like... 30 minutes goes by. Not even 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> two minutes. Because now I just found out there's another audio clip that is automatically in the files that I can just drag yeah. over. Yeah, you can just drag files over, and yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's a fun little thing. I'll make some beats with our episodes. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. I've never been ready for anything in my life. Shit host, Chris Myers. Uh, today, uh, as we started out, we're talking about the spooky and the strange. We're talking about horror stories. We're talking about kind of those things that formed us, I guess, because that's yeah, kind of where we yeah. started. Uh, like that, like speaking on that, that that whole like you know, I I saw that I see this UFO. I'm about four or five years old, and that's like my first 
formative experience with the paranormal, which leads me to these things of ghost stories and, 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 and paranormal stories and, and checking out from the library books that my teachers didn't like me reading because they didn't count four right, points right. in the blue bonnet. So, yeah. So, yeah. So when you, when you, <laughs> it's a when conspiracy, you, when you say man. UFO, do you, do you mean, are, are you one of the people that are like, I don't it, know what it was. So it's definitely, it's and literally an un- unidentified. When I when I object. later, uh, you know, a few years later, I'm you know I've been checking out alien books. You know, it, it's a thing that I do. My parents know that I'm into it. They think it's weird, but they don't say much. They let me buy the books that I want. And I, it was, it was one of the. I want to say it was called Close Encounters. Something, 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 uh, some, some, some sort of subtitle. And it was all about, you know, different encounters and, like, the different classifications of encounters and the different classifications of ships that have been seen. And that is where I first saw this triangle that I had seen so many years earlier. And I'm eight at this point. So I had seen it before then. And it yeah. jogs this memory that I just explained to you, me standing on my front porch. And there's this large, larger than a plane, larger than a building huge triangle with a lighted point on each uh on each corner and a a red point directly uh in the center and it was the most perfect triangle i've ever seen uh just floating through the sky and when i'm eight i see this this uh i see the same thing yeah Yeah. oh god yeah that thing yeah that thing yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry to frighten you Um, apologize okay it's okay, but like, and then, like, you know, I just went. I had to see what you were, and uh, it yeah. didn't even frighten me as a and, kid, but it frightened me when I saw it in a book, like, and I remembered that I had seen it. Right. So you were like, okay, it wasn't just me. I didn't. Thing. It wasn't just a dream, right? Because yeah. even at that point, I still, and I still remember, uh, and I think this is how we'll turn into the conversation that we're having here. I still remember some of the nightmares I had when I was five years old. Oh, people, I do too. People think I I'm insane for saying day. that. Like because they're like, there's no way you can't remember you can't remember a dream from waking up. And I'm like, no, oh. dude. I remember not only the nightmare I had. I remember what triggered the nightmare. I remember the feeling. I remember, I, I, feeling I remember every single thing about my mm-hmm. nightmares when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. There was this. Yeah. So there's this. Uh, there's this Pluto and Mickey uh, cartoon. Okay, and it's it, okay. they, they show it around Halloween on the Disney Halloween treat uh, special. Yes, it's about Mickey finding a stray cat. And he brings it in. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Pluto hates the stray cat, and he tortures the stray mm-hmm. cat, and he chases the stray cat around. And then Pluto has a nightmare about going to hell, and hell is ruled that, by cats. I think I've at least seen that clip of it. I, I mean, it's, I, it's I pretty definitely know what it is. Mis- if it's the one I'm thinking. And they of. put him on trial <laughs> for crimes against cats. Yeah. And they sing songs about it, and it's. It's it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, uh, and I, I I don't know how old I was. I remember seeing that. I remember going to bed that night, and I remember having a dream about walking into this giant dog skull with flames coming out of it, and having the same things that happened to Pluto happen to me. And it was the most terrifying thing that ever happened in my life. The thing that has stuck with me to this day. I'm 30 years old now, so it's been 25 years since this happened to me. I woke up. And in what kind of I can only describe as a literal dream bubble above my head, like floating outside my bedroom door. I'm in the top bunk, my brother's in the bottom bunk, and our bedroom door is open. And we're on a we have a two story house, so there's a there's a landing and there's the stairs, floating above you know right eye level with me, but outside my door in a dream bubble, like bubbled around it, is that dog skull with the flames coming out of it and i can see it 
and it's floating up and down, and its tongue is hanging out. And wow. all I, I, I remember leaping off of the top bunk, rolling down the stairs, and as I leap, it, it dissipates into the air. Ugh. And I roll down the stairs, Jeez. and I flew into my parents' bed downstairs. And I, I, that, like that, it stuck with me, obviously. See, like, I, <laughs> I don't think I ever well, had anything like that. I had reoccurring nightmares. Like, I always had, like, this one of... I never knew what's triggered it, but I always had it, and it was a me, like, running through, like... It was supposed to be jungle. Yeah. But it was, like, what I knew is, like, cornfields yeah. type thing. And then something's chasing me. I know it's got... I know it's trying to, like get me mm-hmm. and i get to the typical i mean it's the typical one you're running through something's chasing you get to somewhat like a cliff mm-hmm. type thing and i had that dream i still have that dream every once in a while oh yeah yeah but i lived right behind the high school and probably i don't know a mile away from the high school mm-hmm. and the band would practice so when i was a kid i was like oh the indians are coming <laughs> i know that's very <laughs> Very bad, but what was come on, dude. It was like it was. Though? I don't know what was what, big, big little. <laughs> what, what was it? What was it? Oh, from oh the... we found out on last episode that the chief from Peter from 1953's Peter Pan is named uh, Chief Little Big Panther. Uh, great, uh, uh, great big little panther. That's right. That's right. So bad. Yeah. Anyways, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I would have nightmares about because they would the band would practice the drum line would practice. Yeah. And I would hear these just the bass drum and I was like, oh, they're coming for me. <laughs> so I'd have nightmares about it. And then I started having dreams about space. Huh. And like space horror, like just the the desperation of like being in space. Did you dreams. watch the movie Alien? Oh no! Yeah, I, I I'd seen all the the classic horror '80s horror movies, but that I it, I'd seen those before this. Oh, years before this, oh, and okay. it just started. Hmm. It was weird. I mean, I would see hmm. like, like I would it, I would they were super vivid. I would walk into my backyard, and I would look over like the the tree line we had, and it would just look like nebulas and stuff, right? And then. I would just be like kind of floating in them, and yeah. then the second later, and that really tripped me out because I'd be—I felt like I was completely alone. I never had a, a, a like feeling of someone else was something else was there or some something, but until one night I did, and then I never had the dream again. Hmm. And it was weird. Never That's had the cryptic. dreams again. Yeah, <laughs> very cryptic. <laughs> and I mean, I so 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 like these things, uh, I guess, uh, lead you down a path of being into the ghost stories and being into mm-hmm. the paranormal mm-hmm. like very obviously and i remember that being like a point of contention as a young child with my mom because i wanted more ghost stories but the more i read ghost stories the worse, worse I, than, yeah, the worse yeah. it was yeah. like i wasn't sleeping right. i i grew um, up in haunted ha- houses all my houses have been just like crazy like is I've it had your crazy- houses or is it you uh, it's both. Like, there's okay. pictures that, like, my mom would take pictures of me as a baby, and, like, they would always have, like, these giant, like, really vibrant blue and pink, like, swirls that just go, like, all around. And my mom's like, oh, that's the ghost looking out for you. And I'm like, yeah, looking out for me. Yay. <laughs> Why would you tell your child yeah. that? <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> a whole other podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Did I do it again, guys? <laughs> But yeah, no, you definitely that definitely <laughs> yes. does spark that interest for 
the paranormal in general, you know? Yes. Yes, yes, uh, and... And and within that 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 spark for the paranormal, you also tend to search for what scares you. you yeah, know? Like, yeah. And you want that rush to push that that envelope. And I, I remember, um, I mean, all, our entire generation was shaped, and our, our our fear was obviously shaped by scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes, yes, yes. Um, as well as anything else that you might have been able to find in those in that time. Uh, one of the things that all that, that like I was really into was like the Southern ghost stories because we live in the South and so that that, that kind of helped shape me. What was, was uh, stories from uh, Texas, old yeah, stories from yeah. Louisiana, and what I would later come to find out were were slave stories. Like these these are stories passed down absolutely fr- from absolutely. the slaves that that, that, that we got. Uh, and in my uh, in my school library in elementary school, there was this uh, this book. Called the, the the Dark Thirty uh, Tales of the Southern Supernatural, Southern Tales of the Supernatural by Patricia McKissack. I think I believe that's how you pronounce her name. McKissick. McKissick. Uh, it, it's it's nothing but uh, like <laughs> slave time, slave tales, and uh, civil rights tales of just horror and supernatural and. Uh, yeah. um, uh, I, I like. I remember reading this book on the bus constantly. Like I would recheck this book out uh, from the library over and over and over again, just because the 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 different styles of of scary and the different ways that they would do. Like uh, here we're fucking we're looking here. I remember the eleven fifty nine and 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 what it does. Like it is what it's a haunted train tale. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, okay. so like it's that style, you know. And haunted train is it? Is it? Is it, devil, is it? Is it devil on the tracks or is it haunted train? It is. Um, it is the. It is. Uh, you know the the when you hear the eleven fifty nine whistle, it means that the devil's coming for you. Okay, and it is the last right, train gotcha. you'll ever hear. Yeah, and okay. It, the story is about a a train porter. Uh, he hears the eleven fifty nine and he attempts to escape. Yeah. and that's that's your okay. story. And that's your horror. Uh, it goes from there. So it's it's you know trying it's to escape one. the devil. Gotcha. Kind of like uh, almost like a Final Destination esque. Almost, almost yeah. very Final Destination esque. But much better because it's from the south. And it, and it's it, it's also obviously been it's passed just, down. Yeah. Uh, it, it is the thing. And not only is it passed down, it's it, it's it's tales from. Well, the lowest class at that time. Right, right, and, and right. You can see, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that as a kid. You know, I wasn't, th- I wasn't thinking about race relations as right. a child, <laughs> and I never realized that they were slave tales as a child. But now looking at, it, you know, yeah, no, the train porter would have been the, you know, the the black man uh, working late into the night. So hearing the eleven fifty nine. Man, rich people be... live too comfortably to have nightmares. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm it's, saying. <laughs> it's true. Or their nightmares are like, oh, oh no, my temper. The, IR- the IRS the is coming for me. Oh, I shouldn't invested that into that man scheme. <laughs> Bring me a Perrier. Uh, or, or you know, like we organized, which doesn't uh, doesn't. Hit me. I don't remember that one nearly as much, but I want to go back and read it just based on this description. We organized is about a slave who was freed before Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. His narrative describes rituals where slaves were mistreated by the massa, organized, and performed voodoo on him. Huh. Okay. Abe Lincoln, that's that's the vampire hunter. Yes, that is the vampire hunter. He was a vampire hunter. Which was fantastic. 
by the way, that movie. Yeah, I enjoyed the <laughs> hell like out the movie? of that movie. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't sit down and watch it. I mean, it's a garbage movie, but yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. I movie. mean, it's not like the book was. Well, book fantastic. definitely was not. It's, um, yeah. like, it's some A-rated garbage. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I'm in love with that type of stuff. <laughs> like I'm looking through some of these descriptions here. You had mentioned this one to me, and Ooh, that wow. one strikes me <laughs> pretty frightening because the like it has me at the title. Like it's 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 got a standout title to it. Well, it, okay, so like it's about a woman a, a, who either you know recently freed slave or slave whose uh, child toddler age disappears. Uh, he's just he's gone, uh, and she won't she won't leave the house. And one day he shows up and he speaks a new language, and okay. he draws these pictures of what. I think you and I would call Sasquatch. Oh, okay. Which is why this one really hit me is because, like, they never call it the Sasquatch. They never call it Bigfoot. They never call it what I would have called it. But it's very obviously this same creature, and this is very obviously a tale from before we ever called it Bigfoot. Right, gotcha. right. Not from white people, and it's, you know. Somebody. I guess the only, in, and in the description here, they do refer to it as a bear, but if you think about the time frame. Yeah. Uh, at that time, what else would they ref- know what to refer something like that to as a yeah. bear? Well, that's not even like his. Especially refer- being that like it's when, uh, his favorite bear, his favorite stuffed bear. Okay. So like that, this is a child coming home after being lost in the woods, and he comes back speaking some strange language that nobody can interpret. It doesn't sound gotcha. like English. It doesn't sound like the Indian languages. It doesn't sound like. Uh, it doesn't sound like any form of language that they can, that they, anybody can interpret. Gotcha, yeah. and when gotcha. he gets back to his home, to his bed, to his crib, and he sees his favorite bear, he keeps calling it the Boo Mama. Hmm. The Boo Mama is who take care of me while I was out there, Mama. The Boo Mama was very nice to me. The Boo Mama t- taught me how to talk, and then he starts talking the language. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, yeah. I'm like a fucking, I'm fucking elementary age. And I'm yeah. this, and it's just like, oh, whoa, whoa. And that yeah. same feeling goes like, loved these stories. And I still love these stories. I remember I this one. This one. This I book. remember that one. Gotcha. From it. Yeah, I remember that one because I had this weird obsession with like artifacts. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid because it stemmed from like Indiana Jones and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that. And I remember that stuff. And I, that one was good. The Ginji. Yeah. Which is a voodoo word. Uh, uh, Genji are usually cursed objects yeah. and cursed artifacts. Hmm. Um, uh, Ian always had one that looked had a, had a little thing <laughs> in his house that used to re- remind me of what I would call a Genji. Uh, uh, I mean, there are several. Probably. Well, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the 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 black eyed dog. Oh, the, that used the, to hang by your back door. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, that that's a uh, yeah. That's oh a, wow. Okay, they actually break down. The that's characters. a gargoyle from like yeah, the Yucatan or something like that. The <laughs> yeah. Bobo woman. I remember that. The, the Bobo woman. Yeah. The Bobo woman. Yeah. It's an evil witch. Yeah. No. They, 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 they are, if you can find this book anywhere, uh, it, it is you know written for children for the most part. But I suggest you find it because it's yeah. I mean, a cool book. Full of cool can stories. we drop the ISBN and stuff into uh, or just links to the pay the book and the show notes to the Wikipedia? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we will drop because it's got the ISBN notes. number and everything in there, and it, so yeah. you can find it on Chegg and other stuff as well. You can find easily. it all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it, 
I need to move, put that in my my collection because it, it was such a formative book to how I, I how I look at storytelling, right? And how I look at at fear and how you build up tension, and it's so different than um uh what I would later move on to in your Stephen Kings and more of your pop horror, um, right? Uh, you know the uh, tall tales and urban legends are yeah for sure a lot closer to what I like in horror than what we call the horror novel something that can that just happens to the everyday people that yeah. can type stuff yeah yeah, yeah it, it's the everydayness it's i think it's also the condensed like I, I i like the condensed ideas of horror right um there's there's a very i guess not popular but uh there there's a short story by richard matheson that isn't i am legend uh that struck me uh deep 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 when I was when I was in uh, like college age, like nineteen twenty, I want to call it. Oh, it was called uh, Madhouse or the Madhouse, and it's about this elementary school teacher named Christopher, who uh, wanted to be a writer, and just doesn't have time. Uh, he he constantly says, uh, you know, he doesn't have time because he has to take care of his kids at at school. You know, he has to do the, do the grading. He doesn't have time because he has to be with his wife and. Uh, the more he talks about how he doesn't have time to, to work, the more mad he gets, the more angry he gets, and eventually he drives his wife away. Right. And as soon as he drives his wife away, he says, finally, I have time to write. And he sits to write, and as he begins pounding on the keys, it won't come out. He can't find the words, and he begins angrily pounding okay. on the keys until the <clears throat> typewriter itself opens up and the ribbon from it wraps around and begins to pull him in and it's trying to devour him. Right. And then the pens and pencils fall off of his desk and animate and begin stabbing him and he's bleeding ink and it's, it, it, it as a 19 year old, like, wanting to be and like trying to be a writer and thinking of myself as a writer still at that point, it stuck so that, hard. That sounds... Almost exactly like if you were to combine The Shining with uh, the one with the car. Um, Christine. Christine, Christine yeah. 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 Like if you combine those two together, that's... Well, it. And I'm not saying that like in a bad way no, or anything did you, like that. Are you referring like, to like the St Stanley Kubrick Shining or like the, the Stephen the, King Shining? Like, Well, uh, the only one I would know probably would be the... Um, oh, wait. Cause, the film. The, the yeah, film. the film. Film yeah, is the, the film. Stanley Kubrick one. That's, okay. That's, I know it's yeah, watered you, down. You know, I mean, oh, it's, like, it's completely different. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but yes, that's the one I would say would mix with Christine would be yeah. the closest thing to it. But you should check out the book. I'll let you borrow it. Yeah, okay. it, and it, 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 uh, it, it is the condensedness. I like this short story. Yeah. The urban legends is what we were saying. Is like There is something to the shorter versions of horror that really stick. Long form horror is great. I do like Stephen King. I I really enjoy it. Like I I think it's yeah. a great, well built, highly unedited and fucking out there yeah, horror it's, story. It's yeah. so good. But it's good. Uh, but but what the the things that have always stuck with me are the 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 shorter, more condensed everyday life and the urban legends. Right. Something uh, you can tell a friend about. And yeah, something that you can tell a friend about. You know, uh, like on something like this show, between the profound and the profane. The, Let's talk about it, guys. The, uh, there was always, in the one I think that really always, the ones that always really got me as uh, when I was younger were the ones where 
when you turn around, the killer's looking back at you. You know, the babysitter. Uh, the killer's... The call was coming from inside the house. Yeah. Uh, that one probably didn't really hit me because, uh, you know, uh, sexism of the 90s. Uh, babysitter is... It was and is a female job. So yeah. I would never yeah. be in that position. Right. You know, there would never be a time when I would be taking care of some kids and there would like, be a killer Good. You know what else attic. is in this house? A crowbar. Yeah. <laughs> There's one yeah, in yeah. every corner but, of my but, house. Well, we, all, we also <laughs> from the, are from the South, and a lot of those, like, stories that you hear of, like, babysitters, they're, they're you're like, oh, this, this is home suburbia, is man. Like, yeah. It's, very <laughs> not, it's not my hood, because yeah. that would not happen in my hood. It, 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 it always felt very Midwest. Yeah. But it would, but there is something to the, you know, you get outside of the house, and when you turn around, you see the killer's face right, in right. the window. Like, yeah. those very much stick with me, and the one that I still think about, and to this day, I check my back seat because of it. Uh, it was called High Beams. I forgot about this until you brought it up a and, little yeah, bit earlier, and it was damn called, it, I man. remember that. Yeah, that one I did It remember. was called High Beams <laughs> in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark number one, but it's classically known as The Killer in the Back Seat. And as the story goes, there is a there's usually a woman uh, driving down a highway. Uh, sometimes it's a very long trip that she's on. Uh, other times she's just trying to get home from work, and it's just late at night. But she needs she has a longer commute than normal. Uh, and behind her is an eighteen wheeler that is riding up very close, and every uh, ten or so minutes. Uh, uh, he flashes her with his high beams. Stop. He follows her no matter where she turns, no matter how, how what, 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 what angle she goes, and he's constantly turning on his high beams. And she, 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 she tries to speed up. He speeds up to get closer to her. And he turns on his high beams. She finally makes it back to her home, and he pulls up behind her, and she leaps out of her car, and she tries to run up towards uh, her home and usually this is where the story begins to deviate you know this is where the the storyteller puts their spin on it but a man climbs out of her back seat holding a knife and that's that's it that's what you get (laughs) that's the story and when you're uh describing it that way uh did either of you guys see, I, I forget the name of the movie, but there was a movie that came out, I want to say late 80s, early 90s. I've seen it plenty of times, and that's literally how the story starts. Um, that's how the story starts off, and that I've heard the story both, you know, from different books. Mm-hmm. And um, But there was a movie. You might that, be thinking uh, and, and Urban then, Legend. It was an Urban Legend, 1998. Mm, yeah, it would have been Urban Legend. Was it? Yes. And then it was also... No, I think it was earlier. Uh, I'm pretty sure. 1983 film Nightmares was a terror in Topanga. Hmm. It, said it which is apparently an entire movie. I remember Topanga, but I don't recall having any terror. No, Topanga. No, no, I felt a lot of Topanga. other things yeah. for Topanga. But terror wasn't one. <laughs> oh, they no. did do a version in The Simpsons. Of course they did. Of course. Of course. Um, hmm. 78 Halloween. Yeah. No, there's like a reference to there's, it. Yeah, there's yeah. a reference to mm-hmm. it in Halloween. Yeah. Huh. Now, it was probably well, Urban Legend. Maybe. Uh, because I, I that, that be, movie was it, on repeat a lot. When yeah. We were and there was also Perhaps. a uh, yeah. television show called Millennium that no, I vaguely okay. remember that hmm. did a version of it, but I think it was probably Urban Legend. Yeah, I mean, Possibly. <laughs> yeah. 
But especially since you said it opened. Because it's in the desert. I know that. Like, we're the one I'm thinking. Anyhow, I, I don't know. Yeah, see. I, I do remember it was in the desert. But, yeah, no, but it yeah. was always that one. And the I got movie. it from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, I love that whole series, man. <laughs> I mean, it was a great series. Like I said, it. it my I that's one of those my mom that was would my never. Book fair. That was my book fair. Book books. Fair books, like yeah. three quarters of them were. I think my mom took <laughs> them away from us at some point. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah, because they like the art, dude. The oh art man, the art so was awesome. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, like uh, oh. Unfortunately, it was they were very, 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 very like dark, dark. Yeah, which is really strange because most of the endings of those stories. Like they 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 watered down the endings of all of those stories for the for the kids, but the art in all of those, those, was bo- those stories was terrifying. Yeah, like I remember being terrified by the big toe. Oh the man, I definitely remember. It's the on the tip of my about like a, I definitely about a young child, like maybe older than toddler age. Whose family's very poor? Was it in it? And they sent him out to find mo- uh, to find money, yeah. or to find uh, to find food, and so he. Uh... Oh God, I do remember that picture. Oh, that's yes. yeah, yeah. That's he, so he's going out to find food, and he finds and he, sticking out of the ground he, a big toe. He and he chops. uses his hoe to chop the big toe. Yeah, and he brings it back home, and Mom makes big toe soup, and they fill their bellies with big toe soup. And when he wakes Jesus. up, he wakes up in the middle of the night with a man standing above his bed. Where's, sit, where's my toe? Yeah. My oh, toe? God. I do remember this where's one. Where's my toe? Oh, I'm going to have Sorry, guys. I'm reading it right now. Yeah, like, no. It's ser- yeah. Oh, God. That would screw so, me up, Yeah. Man. Yeah. That was a terrifying one. I, I think I blocked that one out of my mind so it, like, would quit haunting me. Oh. Because I always had the image of him, like, chopping yeah. with a hoe. Uh-huh. Like... Like, I mean, an exacto knife would be, you know, <laughs> something clean. like Something, uh, something <laughs> clean like an exacto knife? But here's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, is like, it's better than a hoe. Why is it, like, <laughs> just shouldn't the mother be shovel? concerned that like, this, his, her child just brought a big toe home? No, let's put it in the soup. Yeah, let's just put it in the soup. I mean, listen. Well, this, I mean, If you're I, making soup and the only ingredient you're it, missing is big toe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not have big toe soup. Just have soup. <laughs> well, Heidi, Heidi, die. Perhaps we should have it. After all, you I mean, have potatoes and toes. I guess within <laughs> it's all that. the same to me. <laughs> uh, w- within that, we love our Irish listeners. You, you, you have <laughs> to. You have to. That's within Swedish. the suspension of disbelief, you you are already in a world of darkness and right, horror where right. somebody would eat big toe soup. Oh, I That's can definitely true, see yeah. in my, like as a child, like where my mind was like, oh, they're eating. Big toe soup. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Now I'm like, why? Why? I no, mean, there's other things. There's H E B Kroger's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can even be a freegan. Freegan's above big toe eating. Yeah, you know, <laughs> tofu. <laughs> tofu, more like toe food. <laughs> toe food. <laughs> toe soup. That's just <laughs> yes. <laughs> I loved those books, though. I seriously loved. Oh them. yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, like I said, we would, we would just look at the pictures sometimes and just scare yeah, ourselves with yeah. them. There's a what was that one that they? What was the story they had with the creepy like talking dog and I, I, the white wolf? Maybe was that the white wolf or, or or, or something along those lines? Let's see, because I I, 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 
Those I'm trying were, to think of the. I remember it had a really weird um, the, name that kept getting, or a really weird like saying. Like the dog kept saying something really weird, and it was like haunting. Somebody thump. No, I remember that th- one. I remember that. I one. don't think it was thumpity thump. The little black dog. Maybe. Yeah, I mean we we. Check we can we can see if we can check find it. Out. it. Let's check it out. Yeah, because I mean I'm sure that no matter what it is, I'm sure that I I think I read most of the series. I mean, there I were, had at least five. There of were these a ton minimum. in that series. When it all comes down to it, like we, they, they gave us a lot of those things and gave us a lot of nightmares. Yeah. Let's see, I don't think this was the one that I was thinking of, but I mean, I, I'm down to talk about it. Um, no, I don't. I, that, I don't, don't think it's. The, I don't think it's the right one. I think that was. I yeah, remember I, all, all I can remember is the dog had like a really weird phrase that started off funny when you first heard it, and then like as it kept repeating, it just got see, weirder and scarier and weirder. And I remember most of them. The artwork I, was haunting, of course. Yeah, I remember <laughs> most of them say. based on the artwork. So like, I don't remember what mm-hmm. artwork goes to which story. I don't remember. Yeah, I. I don't remember how it all fit together. Cause, like, I wish I could the remember one where the, the one guy. Phrase. The, there's the one where the guy like comes down through the chimney in pieces. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I definitely read that one. Like first line. his feet hit, and then mm-hmm. his ankles come down, and like it's part of his it's legs, so... and he slurps down. And, uh, there, there's so many weird things in that book, and I only remember it in chunks. And you know they changed the art in 2013. Really? Yeah. They re-released the books, and uh, is it and darker nope. and more cryptic no, than it's ever? More... Nope. They they made it easier on the kids. No, no. Look at that. Look at the look at the cover art. That's supposed to be sold to children, and that That's that is it. scary. That is scary. All right, teach your kids. That is scary. All right, like. Like, you don't need to be raised. I, I don't know. What do they put on the cover now? Like a Pokemon? What's, what, are the, what are the kids watching these days? <laughs> I mean, I, I can. I, I definitely do see the argument. To oh, God, God, damn that it. One. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. And the weird thing at the. Oh, this is both, like. Oh. This is like the comparison. The, the one where the skeleton showing so like around that, the woman. That so was like that. Oh. And this this is like the and, difference. That uh, to like that. Uh, no, but the one's not oh, scary. Oh god. Okay, so that's the one. Yeah, this was not scary. That's yeah, the that's, one where she gets bitten by a spider, spider yeah. and okay. it lays eggs in her face. And then while she's and sleeping, it, shows it, it explodes. Yeah. A boil explodes on her face and oh. and, and, and spiders oh, crawl god. out. Like Harold, I remember that. Oh, one. I remember oh Harold, the God. fucking scarecrow. This one, I uh-huh. remember this one. Yeah, that's wow, man. Holy shit, man! All right, we no gotta, wonder we, I we're got gonna go issues. Down, we're gonna go down a scary. <laughs> We've already, right? we've already <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. That, but, I mean, we just we'll went talk to about it. that afterwards. Yeah, we. I'm gonna leave that right there. <laughs> we're, we're check the tape. But yeah, no, that like that was that was one that always stuck with me. Was was. High beams in scary mm-hmm. stories, or as it's known, you know, the killer in the backseat. Right. Because urban legends always hit me. Yeah. And, and if it wasn't an urban oh. legend, it was when I was sitting at home alone watching... I want to say it was Unsolved Mysteries, because I want to say they had ghost stories on Unsolved Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yes, did, they for did. sure. They did, yeah, yeah they, for sure. Aliens and... Uh, okay, so animals. they did. Yeah. So, so that's not just me. No, I, it's not just yeah, you. Yeah, Unsolved I definitely, that's Mysteries... Where that, 
would give me watched, ghost stories. That was our and that was our yeah. like way I to get that to that information. Mom. Something like that was unsolved mysteries. Okay, so I, I, yeah, I, I do recall, and it was all it was never the disappearances, and it was never the alien stories. It was always the ghost stories that hit me. Yeah, oh, for sure. Okay. Like because it's the idea of something being in my home that I can't see. Right, exactly. Something creepy like that. Did you? Did we show you? Did you show us that picture about the? When we were looking up the uh, the the rape oh, stuff, oh, oh we my were god! About uh, uh, oh. the uh, when we were talking about Ian's title unknown episode, there is a very very scary picture that goes along with the first episode of Title Unknown. Uh, oh. That 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 is in the show notes that you should all see. Um, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it it is bone chilling. That's the secure yeah. team yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's another uh, one that I've seen that isn't from Secure Team that has yeah. the same amount of just like yeah, like, but oh it's God. really rare that yeah they're 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 rare when you see them when it's that full of yeah every everything it's got it's full there. of all that fuck shittery yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too many ley lines in yeah, one house yeah like something yeah jeez but yes <laughs> but uh. Uh, actually, you guys, speaking of uh, scary stories, you know, of course, that's one of my favorites. Uh, but at the time that I was reading scary stories, uh, one of my other favorite book series was the uh, Strange Matters. And uh, I don't know. Did either of you guys read any of them? Uh, I don't. I've never it was heard a, of Strange Matters. It was a whole series, and they're based, I want to say, out of Fairfield, uh, Texas. Yeah. Uh, and a- anyways, they they have everything. Like it's basically all of the monsters you've ever heard of, and some other ones, all kind of like team up together on like different sides, and they all just kind of haunt and try to scare away true evil on some of them. Uh, uh, and then I think others. I remember seeing now that I'm looking. And at then the there's cover. others. Yeah, and I was gonna say, and there's other ones that are. I mean, there's all different stories. There's some that are kind of there's. I remember there's one set that I had that was like three books or four books that um, all made one story. Yeah. And then there's other ones like the ones they're showing up there. Um, I think most of those are kind of like independent. Like. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're a couple all different tales. Self-contained you know. stories, basically. Yeah. Self-contained st- scary stories. Which apparently was just a huge thing in the late '80s and '90s and early. 90s. Yeah, I mean, you had Strange Matter, you had Go- Goosebumps, Fear Street. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the Animorphs? Yeah, I mean, Animorphs, Animorphs wasn't. Scary, it was, yeah, but no. still, it was some, some more sci-fi. But it was in that same vein. Yeah. yeah. Of like at the uh, same time, yeah, I was reading Goosebumps. I was reading yeah Animorphs. Those were my two like big sets of books that I remember. Welcome <laughs> to Dead House. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Welcome to that Camp Nightmare Ghost. Yeah, Night. Haunted Mask was one of my favorites. That Haunted really Mask. creeped oh, me out. Right. Yeah. Like I remember that book, and that mask creeped me the f- out. No, the whole the whole idea of Haunted Mask was pretty, pretty terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was so creepy. But yes, Goosebumps yeah. was, and it still is now because I mean Goosebumps two, uh, the with Jack Black's coming out. I enjoyed Goosebumps, the first one with him. I, I did not watch the movie. You should. Yeah. I think you would enjoy it, especially if you like Jack Black. Yeah. So, I mean, he's doing his Jack I think Blackery. I, actually, I think I might have seen that one, actually, yeah. Yeah, mm. it was good. I enjoyed it. I mean, he plays R.L. Stein. Yeah. So, 
I mean, he definitely does not look like R.L. Stein. We just recently found that but out. It, 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 but, yeah, yeah. It's the idea that R.L. Stein like contains now. All I'm of his curious evil magic because or whatever. Mr. Goosebumps just he, he gives wonder, me the chills. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of interested did, to find. Did out. Did you guys have the choose your own adventure Goosebumps? Oh yep. yeah. Yep. Oh, I yeah. got eaten by that by that. Fucking jelly, so many times. Oh yeah, you remember the purple you just jelly? Walk, yeah, you just walk right into it. Uh, oh god, Mister Goosebumps, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. You can't see what we see, but the, 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 the... <laughs> God, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Never um, make, never make sandwiches with purple jelly or something so, like that. Choose your I remember the story. Yeah, I remember the story. Let's I just, see. I can't think of the title of it. Well, we are here. Something we like can, that. Uh... Or I guess it was called choose your own ending because they mm-hmm. it, they weren't adventures. That's true. You were always just choosing how you die. Copyright goosebumps. <laughs> choose it your tells own to ending. give you goosebumps. I remember that. Give yourself goosebumps. Was that it? Mm-hmm. Was that the one because where he was like uh... escape the deadly experience? Yes. Yes, reader beware. Yeah. You choose the scare. There's yes. that. Yeah. There's that one and the. Yes. The, the one I read more of there, I remember, was bright orange. The like deadly experience orange. of Doctor Eek, and that, that was that was the beware the purple peanut. Beware butter. of the purple yes. peanut butter. God, I'm a research genius. That's like Woodstock advice, man. Beware of the purple peanut butter. Beware of the purple <laughs> peanut butter, man. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. That's but yes, goosebumps It'll was get a, you. a huge part of my life. Like huge. I I, I just remember. When I couldn't get those ghost story books anymore, and mm-hmm. it was a little bit it, like I wanted to read. I went when I got into f- when I got into fiction. Yeah, more I was like, oh, I need stories now. Yeah, yeah. So Goosebumps was perfect. You know, I was re. I didn't want that as as short of a story anymore. Mm-hmm. I wanted a little bit longer. So Goosebumps was perfect for me. Goosebumps did fit that 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 yeah. that perfect slot of just you know. I, I'm just old enough to want an actual book, uh, w- w- you know, a full story with a plot, an A, a B, and a C, a yeah, first act, yeah. a third act, all that stuff. Uh, Goosebumps fit right in there. Right, right, exactly. And I think it also happened, like, around that – was it around the same time when uh, – what was the – Nickelodeon show Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Was that around that same time? Uh, that would have been started in like 1992 or 1993. So yeah, 92 would have been when Goosebumps yeah. came out. So yeah, so we had and we uh, had that and Are You Afraid I, of the Dark? I also watched the Goosebumps cart- uh, not cartoon, television the show. show. Yeah, the actual, yeah. yeah. I yeah. watched that quite a bit. I watched that and I remember like being like man, Goosebumps is so much more entertaining than Ghost Rider. Do you guys remember Ghost Rider? It was a well, ball Ghost that made like, Ghost, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was a different thing. Ghost Rider was a murder. Was scary. Was like a mystery thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was. He wasn't supposed to. I, Other I, than I, the uh, one where the slime monster came to life. Oh, I forgot about Man. that. Wait. Hmm. It was a doll. <gasps> yes. It was yes. a purple slime yes. monster yes. in Ghost Rider. It came to life. I think it was their Halloween episode. I think I had a crush yeah. on the Asian girl in that show. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I remember I just enough rem- about <laughs> Ghost Rider to remember that I watched way too much Ghost Rider. Yeah. And I probably maybe shouldn't have and might have been why I got beat up as a kid. Yeah. Oh, man. That is to blame, isn't it? Same here. <laughs> God. Yeah. 
That and Wishbone. I, that was a secret of mine. I watched Wishbone way too, <laughs> way too late in the life. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, yes, that I, is her. When I was when I was a kid, I had a crush on her. God, there's a fucking ghostwriter wiki. Uh, Hell yeah, there is. Oh, did you just do that thing where you realize that she's only two years older than you? Yeah. Yeah, I hate when I realized. I I wanted to shoot myself in the head when I realized that Mara Wilson is literally my age. I don't know if I'm so attracted to her anymore. Wow. Let herself go. Whoops, sorry, did I say that? Whoa, Julia Stiles was in it? Samuel L. Jackson was what? in it? Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson played and the Ghost dad. Rider? Oh, wow, he did. Okay, all right. Listen. How did we end up on Ghost Rider, say, guys? Say ghost. Say ghost. Say ghost one more time, <laughs> motherfucker. I dare you. Oh, I double dare you. We're going to Michigan Lighthouses. Yes, yes. And we oh, need a Ghost shit, Rider. We are. we are going to Michigan Lighthouses. Because that's, uh, that's one of the things that I grew up with a lot in... In Michigan, like, the big thing is haunted lighthouses. Because there's actually more lighthouses there than any other state. Uh, like, I mean, just period. And there's actually, uh, there's a, like, the town that uh, I have a lot of family in, it actually has the most amount of uh, uh, shipwrecks off of any, do- like, any port in the country. Oh, that's of fantastic. All of America, so, yeah. So- does your port have the least amount of lighthouses in all of Michigan? No, no, no. It has a ton of uh, lighthouses. Like, there's, I mean, they're literally just everywhere. And the thing is, is that the whole, like, area is dangerous. I'm going to scroll through these and tell like, me if there are any of them near you. The lighthouses are kind of to, like, warn the boats that uh, you shouldn't, like, don't come in here. If you see this lighthouse, it means there's rock. Well, I mean, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the problem is it's a very, it's naturally very rocky. I mean, you know, maybe you shouldn't be sailing in, inside of the Great Lakes, I guess, you know? It's, yeah. It's, well, I mean. I mean, you, you have to, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's a very, very dangerous place to actually sail because, I mean, it's a bull. Like, the ocean is a bull, but it's such a big bull that the waves kind of, like, makes sense like i mean you're out there and yeah you have these big swells but like in the great lakes it'll just be like one minute everything's fine the next minute there's like 30 foot high waves for no reason <laughs> well i mean not not to mention all, uh, there's so many out there and the kind of boats out there but that whole haunted lighthouse story yeah is gone back forever i mean it's oh, just yeah. it's intriguing because yeah that's... most of them i have been haunted like almost since the beginning because like people died so often and so quickly and abruptly by being in a lighthouse like in the 1800s and 1700s and that like i mean it was just like you went to a lighthouse it was like a 60 percent chance that you were gonna die from being in a lighthouse because it's literally on the edge of the you know in the michigan's case the great lakes like yeah. it's it's cold rocky and the world doesn't want you to be up on a little like post like 80 feet high like well it's storming like snowing and raining at the same time <laughs> yeah and uh there feeling. was there was an interesting one that i heard of this morning um and it's it's just outside of Traverse City. Um, it's on these little islands. I believe it is called Little Bear Island. Okay. Or Little Bear Islands. 
and they uh those places apparently have been haunted since the 1800s like uh, i guess they built the uh lighthouse i want to say um originally in like 1820 and then they kind of rebuilt it in the 1850s and then again uh in the like really early 1900s mm-hmm. and basically in between each of those remodels like just multiple like families had died inside of there and a lot of it is of course like due to either going mad uh, that was a that was a really common uh, thing is that people just get trapped in there in the middle of winter and uh, yeah they just go batshit insane and yes Bear Island Lighthouse that would be it uh, and I believe it is two islands but yeah there is the one lighthouse yeah, uh, there yeah and huh. that that was an interesting case I heard of uh, this morning um, most of the ones that I know of are on the opposite side of the state which is uh, the Lake Huron side. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the um, that the coast of Michigan that runs on Lake Huron has the most amount of shipwrecks uh, per square mile of anywhere in America. Yeah, I don't know worldwide. It might be. Um, I know the guy that uh, that found the Titanic. I forget his name off the top Cameron? of my head. No, no, <laughs> no, not no. Uh, he found but, the Titanic. James Cameron. He found it. Oh, he, yeah. No. No, uh, no, he did. He did. It wasn't James Cameron. It, but uh, the guy who actually found it, though, he actually uh, has a whole museum up there in uh, Alpena, Michigan. Yeah, and that—that's one of the things he does. He actually has these uh, giant glass-bottom boats, and he he takes people out to some of the big <laughs> shipwrecks. And that's like one of the main things. Like I can't think of like specific hauntings, like uh, ghost stories based on that. But like as a kid, like when I'd be camping up there. That's what everybody had, you know, 20 different stories about ghost ships and haunted lighthouses. Right. Like the, that was like the main thing that, and there's just so many that I honestly, I couldn't think of like very specific ones because they're literally everywhere. You know, if someone grew up in a town, you know, 20 miles away, they'd have a... Another one for that lighthouse yeah, exact, that they have right yeah, there. Exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. When you grow up in, 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 you know, especially old places like uh, Michigan and, and the, the port cities around Michigan, you're yeah. going to wind up with A, a ton of death, and mm-hmm. B, a ton of, of stories. And, the, and, lots, and lots of Native American lore, uh, like, grouped into it. Like, yeah. They, yeah. Just, they, they yeah. just feed, feed into and it. And we, uh, like, here yeah. in, in the Houston area, we... We have some ghost stories. We have our ghost tales, but most of our like. Let me tell you about the Astrodome. Most of well, <laughs> most of our like big haunting, like the ha- like, If you want to know about ghost stories in and around Houston, it's all about Galveston Island. Galveston, yeah, Galveston, for sure. Like Galveston, not- a feels haunted. And B has such a weird and sordid history. And that place is haunted. I don't give <laughs> really a damn is. what anybody says. I, I've seen shit down I there. I fully agree, but also the hometown of Spring. Spring, yeah. Spring uh, is I very mean, haunted. Well, we, Especially we, Old Town Spring, you know. We had so much go on just in Texas. I mean, Mexican-American War. We had the Civil War come to us in some parts and some aspects. Yeah. I mean, we had a lot happen in a short amount of time where a lot of people died. Not only the fact that when people came to Houston, when it was beginning, it was a death trap. It really was. Yeah. People would come down here, get malaria, die, get smallpox, die, and not be able to get back. It just was a tragic 
space. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Welcome mm-hmm. to the swamp. Same thing with New Orleans. Same thing with like deep South Florida. Yeah. It, it's just tragic. Either you had a natural immunity to malaria or you died. Right. Or uh-huh. you or or you knew how to swim really fast or you died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you need to learn how to cool down or you die. And you also need to learn how to warm up or you die. Oh, I mean, it, you know, like, <laughs> like, that's, that's these, Houston's These ghost postcard. stories and a lot of ghost stories tend to come from spaces where people immigrated to uh, and perhaps weren't planning on staying. Right, you know, right, you know, right. Houston and New Orleans and, and, and you know, uh, South, South Florida, these swamp cities are places where people came into. Well, I mean, yeah. and the people who couldn't keep going west, right, were right, just there, right, and not. I mean, it's well, it, like with an aspect of New Orleans, you know, it was a port city, so people yeah. were there working. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. There's that, and also there's a lot of like hoaxing and like hucksters out there that oh, would yeah. just be like, "Come to Houston, it's the new Paris." Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly, know, exactly. Like, and, and it's like, oh, here. it's it's wonderful, and then they shove them off the boat and like, "Bye, we're going back to New York." Yeah, it's the and, Paris they of America. and they couldn't afford to get back or couldn't afford to go anywhere else. <laughs> they just died. They just died here. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Houston, a place to go to die. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we 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 we're, it's really not that bad. We have air conditioning. No, yeah, no, no air conditioning. Have air conditioning. We, have and we have everything. What <laughs> what built Houston into what it is is that we had to be a city of hustlers who would yes. move over a swamp yes. a thousand times. Yes, like that's why we are yes. the way we are. And then we built it again. It's because the people who settled it, yes. Then it sank, fell over into the swamp. <laughs> and we built, built it, it again. And built it once more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I recently went down to uh, Galveston and did one of their haunted cemetery tours. That, oh, that, okay. really that, that main cool. cemetery. Yeah. It was so good, except for the guy, the guide. His name was Raven. Oh. And he wore a that's top mis- hat that's and mysterious. a cape. Oh. And yeah, it was... He knew what he was talking about. He did know he? what he was talking about, but I wanted Dash Beardsley. That's the man. That's the man you want to get, but he doesn't do it. But every once in a while, yeah, oh, it's such a shame. He's so epic. He's got this long, flowing blonde hair. It's is that's it what a Norse my, god? That's that what I, gives he, you a trail of the afterlife. He, I come this way. He is what <laughs> I want to teach me about the paranormal. Is that's what I want? Yeah, is is Dash Beardsley? Anybody who let me bring him up here real quick because this guy is like the epitome of. That sounds like a race car driver with like the best beard that you could possibly have. Like <laughs> this man. Oh god. This man is Where's glorious. His beard, he though? looks like Michael Bol- he looks like Michael Bolton if Michael oh, Bolton god. was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this is what he t- does the tours walking around as. Uh damn it Google Images. <laughs> But it's it's amazing. Like That's, he's he's like a rock star in Galveston as a guide. Let's see if it comes up because this is yeah, that's the pictures you see when you go to his website. So when we do Fear and Loathing in Galveston, the you, bonus, know, the, the bonus hours bachelor see. party, because that's what we're calling my bachelor okay, party. Okay, is okay, Fear okay, and Loathing in okay. Galveston, Texas. <laughs> okay. Plenty okay. of both. We know what guy we need to guide us. Guide us to yes. 
Dash Beardsley. He yeah. comes at a steep price, though. I'm so. sure he does. Look at the man. <laughs> yeah, he's you think know how much that leather costs? <laughs> but anybody who wants to know, look up Dash Beardsley. Be bear, like beard. Slee, B-E-A-R-D-S-L-E-Y. Epic man. I appreciate him. Thank you, Dash Beardsley, for being alive. <sighs> but yes, we live in a haunted city and yes. around haunted things. Like, I, it, you know, we, we live just outside of Houston, and the, the, the small town that we're from is haunted. I call it small. It's a fucking suburb. Yeah, it's... But, that neither here nor there. It's a fucking train town that busted fifty years before anybody in this room was ever fucking born. And yeah, yeah. So many people died building it, and so many people died uh, uh, it, in and around it. It also was the original Houston, too. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, originally it, really was it was the it was the uh, it was the last stop before you got to like Galveston. Yeah, like the yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah it, it actually has uh, quite a few buildings that I believe are still around, right? That uh, yeah. are original? I think so. Yes. I think they do. At least the, the old town area of, of Spring there, has, a ton, has a lot, has most of its original buildings still the, standing. The most um, famous one I, I definitely remember, and I used to go into it all the time, we all did, uh, Wunchy Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, um, that one is actually... That one, you, and they're... I don't believe they have the second story around anymore, which it was like the main haunted part. Nationally of, popular. Yeah. Wunchy uh, Brothers. Yeah, you uh, can you can find that very easily on the internet. Yeah, um, for sure. That place has caught fire so many times just in my lifetime. Uh, well, didn't that... I think about five times, and this last time, I like I said, I don't think they have the second story. The second story kept catching yeah. fire. No matter yeah. how they rewire, you know, half the time it wasn't a the same room issue. would keep catching fire. Yeah, and then yeah. it finally this last time it caught fire and they had to close down the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, not only that. I mean, we're forty-five miles, forty minute, five minutes from Huntsville, mm-hmm. which is the yeah, prison. Yeah, I mean, where I'm from, Montgomery, it's the birthplace of the Texas flag. So we have uh, Texas cities. Almost anything, anywhere you go in Texas, their cities are historic. Yeah. Like, I don't, I know cities are historic, but like historic. Yeah. Um, San Antonio, Houston, Huntsville, Montgomery, Spring. It, Conroe, I Conroe. think, is the birthplace of uh, Sam Houston, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. I I, it's one of those. <laughs> I think so. I don't know about all that. I no, seen a sign. Well, I seen, I seen, I, I remember seeing a sign. I'm pretty sure it was Sam Houston, but yeah. I'm quite sure. Anyways, yeah, it was just weird. But I seen we have a, sign, a that's why I just you know, <laughs> most cities in America and most places in America do have sordid and bloody histories, but it, it does seem that the South in the general. South in general is tainted by it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a fog that still hangs over us all. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, just I mean, if if you're just looking at we'll just we'll just take Texas for instance yeah. because that's what we know. Yeah, that's where we're from. That's, that's where what we're what we from. Um, uh, I mean, I can just Gulf bring Coast, up Texas. legitimately. I'm looking at this like uh, these uh, just some of these, and I'm, I'm bringing up Texas Monthly. Which, by the way, if you're not from Texas and you want to find out about Texas, um, Texas Monthly is the way to go. Yeah, but I mean, there's just. I grew up uh, going to San Antonio a lot, and there is a railroad tracks mm-hmm. that um, apparently a bus of kids uh, yeah, got hit. Railroad. Yeah, and 
apparently if you put your car on the tracks and you put it in neutral and turn it off and you'll just roll off of it which yeah oh yeah you'll explain it but it went on to be like if you put baby powder on the back of your car you'll see kids handprints yeah now i don't care what people say i did this with my cousin who is from san antonio and it said he said the first time it ever happened it was creepy as shit i trust my cousin i trust my cousin very much and so we went and did it and i'll be damned if there were not children's handprints on the back of this fucking car. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. Turns out, yeah, kids probably touched it when we put, when he put the baby powder on it. It did it. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. But that's the kind of thing that creeps me out, is the, yeah. the locality of these things to where you're at. Mm-hmm. It, it just, that's what, it, it makes me feel like it could be me. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier, it could be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the, it's the urban legend uh, style uh, version of it, you know, but it's it's right there. Right, it there. happened down the road from you. And a lot of these, you can find out information on them, and they are historic. It's just like, I guess you would call it just like a local urban legend, really. I mean, yeah. technically, and every every town you go to anywhere, like you said, history, it's there. But South. I guess it was the slavery. I guess it was the deep South aspect, the the business hustle of having New Orleans being a port, Galveston being the biggest city in the nation for a long time. For a was, long time. Was, the hurricane. Wasn't joking about the whole come to the new Paris of America. Yeah, legitimately. Like that's it was legitimately Galveston. how they sold it. It was Galveston. <laughs> and then it was wiped out in, the, in what, 1900, yeah. 1901? 1900, 1900. And they, yeah. like, well, by, you know, I, I don't know how much the rest of the nation or the rest of the world hears about that storm as much as we do. We oh, grow yeah. up. We grew up. It is like mentioned. Like it is mentioned nationally. Um, I don't know about internationally, but, but they aren't steeped in its lore. No, like, like they don't. Lore. Like it's just kind of mentioned when there is a bad storm, and it's like, oh, the storm of nineteen hundred. Like know? yeah, it literally. And they make it sound like, oh, it was nineteen hundred. It wasn't that big. You know? Oh, it's, like it's, we're talking. It wiped out an island. It wiped like, out an island. It there wiped was a... out. Not only wiped out an island. It wiped out the greatest city in the Gulf Coast yeah. up to that time. In like, the nation. I mean, the, there were people the coming down from, I mean, Al Capone, all these people were coming down here to gamble because you could gamble at the time. You can take it. Gamble at the time. And it just, everybody was coming here. Oh, I'm not Al Capone. But before that, you know what I mean? Like, there were. this is where people would come to gamble. Yeah. And you can actually... I think the basically during that storm, not not the not all the buildings were wiped out. You can actually go down there and still see the plaques of the ones that survived. Yeah, and it's amazing. But the cool thing is, is we not only know about it, but we we respected it like to the point where the the orphanage that didn't get wiped out is now a museum yes. of Galveston. Yeah, which is an amazing exhibit. If you ever go to Galveston, check that museum out. You can actually go down into the basement area and see toys that were left by these children that were it, it it's 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 mind blowing. It's just mind blowing. It's a devastating story. Yeah. It's a devastating history. Mm-hmm. It's it's difficult to grasp and grapple with and uh, uh, the fact that the city there up to this point and up to this recording still respects these buildings that should have fallen over oh, for yeah. all intents and purposes 
over a hundred years ago. Uh, they maintain them uh, for historic purposes. They open them to the public for, for people to go in and see. And you can you can go into some of the older mansions still standing and, and still see the waterline. Like, yeah, you what can was see the, this hundred year old? What's water that line. one big mansion? The Moody Mansion. Yeah, the Moody Mansion. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good check. I mean, anything you ever do there, you expect to see something that's going to blow your mind. I, I mean, historically, it's going to blow your yeah. mind. Not only uh, in the aspect of seeing it and all this technology, they literally had to cover over the city with like three or four foot of sand at one point just to make it an island again. Oh yeah, no, they yeah. had to yeah. they, they had to build the island back into back I to mean, an island and then they had to literally lift the island. Yeah. A, yeah. a good like 20 feet. Yeah. And they uh I mean they've had to redo the seawall there like twice since we've uh yeah, I mean at least since, since we've I've been here in my yeah. lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, without that seawall, it, it started off at like 15 feet, and then it went up to 20 feet. I don't know what it's at now. I think, but I'm not it, sure. It got, it got raised I think again it's still from at 20. 20. Oh, is it? I think it's maybe either, they made it thicker yeah. then or something. They, I think yeah, they, they. I know they did some work to it recently. Okay. After yeah. uh, what's that one we had? Ike. Ike. Yeah. I think right. it was Ike. I, yeah. Don't quote us on that. There's. Yeah. We have so many damn hurricanes come here. We don't know which one. Rita. That they was in September, had, and it yeah. kind of sucked. Yeah, <laughs> they probably had to after Harvey too. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I forgot about Harvey. That was just last year. Yeah, that was literally last year. That was year. actually the closest one to the storm of 1900. Yeah. That um, actually, I I think it was just as strong. It's just that our infrastructure is a much little bit better. More, yeah, much, know, better much, much better. Much better. Much well, I get. Could you say that? Because I mean, the infrastructure. For yeah, the most part. Most I mean, of part. We did have lots like, the of wood flooding. back in 1900. Yeah, lots, lots of wood. wood. Yeah. Like at least now, like even our bad stuff. Like at least it's cement and rebar. Like that's yeah. a lot tougher. And, and these are these are the kind of things that just <laughs> you hear about. I'm all I'm saying is listen. Go check your local history, man. Yeah, you find some yeah. interesting things. Go like, to your local library. Ask for what I hear is microfiche. Microfiche. They're, they're very tiny. They're very tiny little fish, but they're like, full of information. But yeah, no, I'm sure. Like no matter where you're from, you probably have local legend, local ghost story. Of course. Um, uh, and it's probably right there in front of you. I, I the the reason we hear about it so much is because we are from these places. And yes. These places have this particular history. Like there is still this. And I don't know if I heard it, if I read it, or if it's a little something that I saw. Yeah. But there is like this story of people walking down the seawall in Galveston at night, and they will see this small girl standing on the edge of 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 the seawall, or like on the edge of a pier, and a wave will just come up and she will vanish. I think that was off that one pier that re- that had the the. That one really long pier, not the one with the hotel that we uh-huh. went down, but the one long pier that had the that really big gift shop that you took like an hour uh-huh. to walk through. Yeah. I think it was on the end of that pier because they had a okay. pier that went out back. And then there was the fishing pier that was next to it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it could have been one of those two. But I do remember hearing something about that. But yeah, you these legends, you don't know if you heard them. You don't know what. It's just... They're there. They're They've there. All, they, they were there before you got here, and now they're yours. Right. Uh, and, and you just kind of live with them, and they, they're just kind of around. And, you know, when you go to these places, you don't know if that feeling you get is because you heard this legend or because that this place just evokes this sort of 
haunted feeling. Right. And it's the only way that I can I can really describe it is it, it's it's a feeling of it is haunted. It, it's it's a feeling that the city itself is haunted. It's a city. It's a feeling that like the town itself is haunted. Not a house is haunted. Just like this entire place has death hanging above it, and it has a history, and it has legends, and it and it and it's in the buildings, and it's in the streets, and it's yes. in the trees, and you can smell it in the air. And I think that's what made me really appreciate like those, like you were saying, the southern stories because they were so close to the culture I knew. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it. it just. Having that, what's the word? Locality is the only word mm-hmm. I can think of that would work for that. It is 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 frightening in itself. Yeah, but it could. I mean, I remember there was yeah. this one story from one of the books. It was kind of like Boo Mama, mm-hmm. but he was like the the wild boy of the Neches or the Neches wild boy. Yeah, and it was a kid that lived in the wild, and it. He was found, like, I can't remember how long after. I don't, I don't even know where he came from. But, and this is legitimate. They have pictures of this kid. He was hyper as hell, had red hair. He, no they, one understood he, the way he was speaking. And yeah, no one did, because he didn't, he, he lived by, we don't know how he survived out there. And it's, that in itself is creepier than the the, the stuff that, it just, how did this boy survive? You, yeah. you have these questions. These questions are more sometimes more frightening than the actual story. Yeah. Nowadays, I mean, back then to us as a kid, it was, oh, this is scary. This is creepy. And like I said earlier, now as an adult, I'm like, those are the creepier questions. Is how did this boy survive? What did this boy eat? How did this boy stay and, hidden for? And so keep long? in mind, he, he was in the same state that Hogzilla was found. Yes. That is an 1,800 pound hog. Like, the fact that anybody could live out there while that thing was out in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> and things like it. <laughs> it, it just... Like... I love Halloween, guys. Yes. I love October. I, I do love Halloween, and I do love October. Yeah, it, this indeed. just gets... It's my time of the month where I, I start to watch the old black and white horror films, mm-hmm. which are by far the scariest thing on the face of the earth. Same style of artwork as... Um, scary stories yeah, to tell in yeah. the dark <laughs> yeah it really is it's that it's that uh great yeah, scale yeah. you know i like i think we uh it's about leaving more to the imagination yeah. than it is to to yeah. like throwing things in your face it's about it's about a lot of things i mean i yeah. oh sorry it's okay i i forgot i had that one up and we're gonna close that one <laughs> god that's a it, spooky images I, it, it really does it, i and agree it conjures with that, but... a thing in me <laughs> And there's in the yeah there's still have you ever have you, have you ever this is a really weird thing have you ever looked at a picture of something and and like you recognize that from somewhere you can't really place it but it's ab the reason you're looking at the picture is it's something outrageously abnormal out weird but you recognize it and you can like you glance at it and then from that point on you have it in your memory forever like it happens to me a lot. I, I mean, I can't, I, I, I couldn't pinpoint you a certain instance, but I'm sure it's happened to me before, especially, especially with the, the things that I'm into. Right, I mean, right, 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 right. I mean, yeah. there's, there, there's definite, I, I, I can't, like I said, I can't pinpoint it, but there's definite times, like, I have picture deja vu, like, yeah. an image, like, will trigger something and just frighten the fuck out of me. 
I don't know what it is. Mainly happens with Emmanuel Lewis. Webster. Hmm. I don't know what it is. Like, I know it's weird because he's a tiny black man midget. But, no. There's something creepy about his voice that triggers something with me. And it sound, I don't know why because I've never watched any show he was ever on. But I hear his voice and it frightens me. And I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the. I'm trying to think of the guy. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying to think of. I mean, it sounds so familiar, but I'm just not thinking of a face. <laughs> oh man! No, not Webster. This guy. That's, He's man. Yeah, that's Webster. That's Webster. Yeah, that's Webster. That yeah, I, I will that admit voice. that is kind of haunting. That like, is kind that, of haunting. That's like, a forty-seven-year-old that, man. That's a man. Like that's insane. Like that's. He was born in nineteen seventy-one. Yeah, yeah. And this is his fifty-three-year-old co-host, who is an actual, like. I I recognize. He doesn't him. look fifty-three. No. But no, but no, him. No, his like voice, no, that is. I I don't know what it is. <sighs> I don't know if I heard something when I was when I was younger that just. His voice reminded me of it. But every time I hear his voice, or if it was in the background, I get frightened. I legitimately get frightened. I mean, I and I, I, I uh, let's see. <laughs> there we go. Sl- the Slenderman stories. Oh yeah, okay. When Slenderman first starts showing up. Um, it triggered something in me, and I don't know if it is, the, if it's you know one of those tricks of memory or mm-hmm. whatever. But when I was a kid, I had a fear of the man behind the curtains. Uh, I didn't like. I would when I would go to the bathroom. Did he? Okay, go ahead. You know exactly who I'm talking. Yeah, about. I know exactly here. I'm getting. <sighs> he was an incredibly thin man who could hide behind shower curtains, and you had to be quick because if you peeked behind the shower curtain, he was quick enough and thin enough to creep around and hide behind hide on the other yeah. side. <laughs> and once you went to the bathroom, he would get you because he gotcha. hid behind the curtains. And when I first saw Slenderman and those stories of Slenderman, that triggered that. I it I forgot that that fear existed inside of me until I saw the, saw the Slenderman pictures. Now, what if you peek behind the curtains and he oh, Emmanuel Lewis was right <laughs> on the other side with that same look that we are seeing him now? Like, imagine he's just like that would freak me out even more than the Slenderman. Maybe that's just me you. personally, but I think I can, I can. I think I can pinpoint it to what the reasoning behind the man behind the curtains is. Yeah. Let me see if I can. I'll have to do it later, but I I, I, I want to talk to you about that because that's that's something that really got me weird. Like I didn't. That's one of the few things I did see was stuff behind curtains. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've legitimately seen hands. Like. I, what my brain thought were hands. Yeah, I don't like, know. I've if... seen lots of shadows of stuff like where it looks like there's something like I never had like a phobia of of like there being some somebody or something right on the other side. But like not all the time, but I would frequently see lots of different like definitely looked like definitely looked like somebody was. Yeah. You right, know, I right. but it was always like kind of in a shadow see, form. I, like I never just imagined it so much as being just on the other side all the time. I don't remember but ever I would constantly see I, stuff. Seeing it, I don't remember what triggered it. I don't remember seeing it. And I, can't, I, always... I can't pinpoint that. But I can tell you that it was a compulsion for me mm-hmm. since I was a young child 
to and sometimes still like sometimes still I, i'll do it like i'll check, check i'll check behind this the shower curtain now for me like i mean that does that part makes sense with me like just for like walking in somewhere you know yeah but like as long as like do you still don't feel the need to like continuously check it though or do or no is it no no still, no okay. no it's just like every now and then like mm-hmm. i'll get that spooky goosebumpy feeling yeah and I'll, I'll have to check it when i was at the cabin uh like last year yeah Every time I would walk in, I would check. I mean, there was legitimate reasons. This is the also article I behind. want you to read. Like, I mean, it was paranormal that I checked it, but it was also for other reasons. But I mean, yeah, I would walk in, and the first thing I would do is check every room of that house, like every corner, to make sure that there wasn't somebody inside that place with me. Yeah, because it it would sometimes, a lot of times, feel like there was. <laughs> yeah. And it it, 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 actually, the, the, the idea of the man behind the curtain, uh, terrified me to such a point that as I started to get old enough to where I had to stop taking baths because at a certain point, for some reason, you turn a certain age and you're not allowed to take baths anymore. Well, give, give, I, it, a, give me, it a few years. You'll be right back at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm 36. I take a bath. No, I love no. baths. For, for me, I, I'm six four. There's just no. Not I understand. Yeah, that's my I, issue. I'm only six foot, and it's a problem for me too. Yeah, you need a special size bathtub. Yeah, I need a hot I know. tub. I know. I love. I love. I love. They don't tubs. make fucking bathtubs for people that are normal size. No, no. <laughs> it's like you have to be five foot ten or less. Like, but no. When I started I to take showers, that, the man in the curtain began to come <laughs> back in my head because then I'm behind the curtain, so he must be outside. Yeah. Like, okay. Let me look. Let me explain this. Okay, so you know that whole every once in a while you, you flush the toilet, the water changes? Yeah. And every once in a while you get that regardless, mm-hmm. regardless of what happened? Yeah. That's the man behind the curtain. Your brain thinks that someone's flushed the toilet and made the water cold or warm or whatever the opposite of what it was. That's the man behind the curtain. Huh. Oh, man. Dude, that's no. where it started for me. Dude, oh. wow. Yeah. Man. I was more scared of, like, as far as shower and bath stuff, I was always scared that jellyfish were going to work their way up the plumbing. Like, that was always, like, a gigantic yeah. scare for me. Like, that's what I was concerned about most during bath time, or, like, well, it was, like, a shower. Like, I was worried the jellyfish... In the shower, I was worried that it would just be the tentacles. Like, the jellyfish itself would get stuck, like... And then it would just be tentacles just flapping <laughs> out, just like event, you know, just stinking. Just ah, I just want it's it's no tears shampoo. Why am I crying? You know, like yeah. That's not that's not no tears. It's no tears. It's a detangling uh, uh, shampoo oh, for babies. A, de- a, detentil- a detentacling. Uh, uh, yeah, there's no such thing as no tears shampoo. It's no tears. Ah, it's okay. to de- it's for babies, so you don't pull their hair when you detangle. I have to oh. argue against that because I watch uh, I shampooed with L'Oreal Kids, and their commercial literally within it said L'Oreal Kids, no tears, and then a child put shampoo yes, in his uh, eyes, like and look. wiped it. Oh no! And also, I remember you- using that dumb fish. Yeah. And putting it in my eyes and it hurting. It burned. Yes. No, it, it burned. was it was a Badly. marketing thing. It was yeah. a marketing yeah. thing. At that time, Johnson and Johnson's and L'Oreal and all of that stuff, they were marketing it as no tears. <laughs> I don't understand why. Because it was right. gentler than other shampoos. Do you guys remember Play Doh non toxic? And that little kid just like eating the jar of Play Doh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh god, <laughs> 80s advertising is a whole different horror story. I yeah, was, so the real, what did we learn today, guys? The real horror of the world is oh, marketing. Yeah, yeah, oh, man, yeah, it is. it is, it is. But I think, I think, uh, I think we got it. I do think that is an I episode. Think so. I think that's it, man. Um, it's good beer. Yeah, like yeah don't forget that we have merch. Yeah, we have. I was merch. waiting for it. I was, I was waiting for it. <laughs> you can go check out if you like. If you like us. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, no matter what platform you're on it. Uh, if you happen to be on iTunes, please rate and review. really helps us out. Please do. Uh, with that five stars and that review. Uh, if you want to support the show monetarily, you can help us and others out at wehavemerch.com, where you can get T-shirts, mugs, stickers, and all sorts of goodies with Between the Profound and the Profane and Bonus Hours logos emblazoned upon them. And what was that website again, Chris? WeHaveMerch.com. <laughs> How convenient. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. If you want to further support us, if you want to be a new friend or a trash person or uh, any of the in-betweens, if you're a true believer, you can go over to ba- patreon.com slash the bonus hours. Which we'll be getting a uh, good update, facelift. A good facelift here shortly. We're about to be getting some facelifts all over the place. Oh, yeah. And uh, other than that, just keep sharing the episodes. Keep letting us know that you're out there. And go listen to the new episode of Title Unknown. It's amazing. It's amazing. It really is good. And Check it out, guys. perfect for the Halloween season and getting you into that, that spooky spirit. Um, other than that, we do have a bunch of things lined up for spooky season and Halloween in general coming up throughout the rest of the month. I think that I think uh, you're, you guys are going to like the next stuff. Uh, things should be good. I things think it's going to be fun. good. And uh, as well as uh, new shows in the hopper, the bonus hours is expanding quicker than I thought we had. The, the, quicker than I than I think we were uh, expecting. Expecting, uh, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So uh, be good to each other. Uh, stay out there. Uh, Uh, We love you, Chris. Uh, We're praying for you and all that. And we'll see you when you get home. All right. Y'all take it easy. Good night, everyone.
for this and other shows quite like it, please check out our website, thebonushours.com. Hello and welcome to an exciting new show brought to you by the Bonus Hours Network. I'm your host Ian Brown and this is Title Unknown. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this trial episode of Title Unknown. This show is about covering everything under the giant umbrella that is the paranormal. Ghoulish ghosts, creepy cryptids, astronomical aliens, and even the occasional mystical legend and conspiracy theories. So, uh, yeah, I suppose let's just get into it. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I see its eyes when I close mine. They are hollow. They are black. They saw me. They pierced me. His wet hand. I will not sleep. Journal entry entitled, He Spoke Your Name, from 1880. In the woods of Northern America and Canada, there are strange tracks in the snow, an eight-foot-tall moose, not known for being timid in the northern expanse, lets out a shriek of disquietude. What vile beast stalks through the cold brush around Lake Superior? Tonight, we discuss the dreaded rake. <laughs> 